Welcome to episode one of The Reflection. I'm your host, Rehan Hussain. And today's topic is why Bryson Teller is an irrelevant artist in the R&B game. Now, for those of you who know me or anyone who knows anything about me will think, why the hell is Rehan making a podcast episode? His first podcast episode on why Bryson Teller, his favorite artist, is irrelevant. Now, those who really know me and will actually know that Bryson Teller is still my wallpaper. Yes, I am a Bryson Teller stan. So why, that begs the question, why would my first episode in my first podcast be about why Bryson Teller is irrelevant? The simple answer to that is, as much as I am a Bryson Teller stan, it's just facts that Bryson Teller fell off in the R&B game. So I went around and I asked a few people, what are your thoughts on Bryson Teller? Do you listen to his music? Do you like the music that he makes? And the overwhelming response that I got from people was, I used to like him or, yeah, I've heard his music, but not for a while. And it pains me to say this, but Bryson Teller just isn't that big in the, in the R&B game anymore. And that's just that. I'm sure a lot of you guys listening to this podcast will understand when I say it gets painful to listen to Trap Soul over and over and over again because you know that's the peak of Bryson Teller and that's, that's his best album. That's his best work of art to date. And if we're being honest, that was all the way back in 2015. And 2015 is as old as my grandmother in music years. Like, it's a long, long time. Let's think back in 2019, not so long ago, it was about two weeks ago. And according to Billboard Top 100, Lil Nas X was the fourth biggest artist in the world in 2019. And I don't know about you guys, but I haven't heard a single person play any of his songs in 2020. The man simply just fell off. And to be frankly honest with you guys, the only reason he got that spot was because he kept mixing the same song and people were like, oh shit, Lil Nas X released new music and all they played was Old Town Road over and over again with a million different mixes. It really annoyed me. But the point I'm trying to make here is you can be the biggest thing in the world on a Monday and by Friday people just aren't listening to your music anymore. So for Bryson Teller to take two, three, four years between his projects and his albums just won't work in today's music industry. If you look at Lil Pump, he was the biggest thing in 2018 and all of a sudden everyone stopped listening to his music. He simply just fell off. I was laughing with my sister the other day and we were listening to J. Cole's 1985 of his KOD album and he talks about how these new generation rappers are gonna fall off eventually because their music is simply just a trend. And 
that's exactly what happened with Lil Pump. And the way the music industry nowadays is set up is if you're not constantly releasing new music and dropping at least one major project a year, you are going to fade out. Now, an interesting artist to look at who's actually stayed in the conversation and is constantly in people's top five R&B artists is Black. But the interesting thing about Black is he hasn't released a full-length project in 2018. His Is That Dana Love Letter dropped all the way back in 2018. So I don't know about you guys, but I'm feeling hella old talking about this. Like, I'm still bumping East Atlanta Love Letter, and it's been over a year. So, how has Black stayed relevant throughout 2018 without releasing a full-length project or even any solo singles? The man hasn't even dropped a solo single in 2019, but has stayed in the conversation throughout the year. Well, that's because Black's name just keeps on popping up. Yes, he hasn't released a solo single or an album in 2019, but his name has been in the conversation throughout the entire year. He's released a slew of features. Man has been on everything from low-key artists to big-name people to people you've never even expect to feature from him. I've personally found a few artists just from listening to the people that Black featured with. Next Town Down, for example, I've never heard of the man. Black featured with him and it was a banger. And that's how Black has stayed in the conversation. But that's not to say that Bryson Tell has been completely silent in 2019. Just like Black, he's featured on multiple projects. He was on The Game's Born to Rap album, as well as Fat Joe's album with Dr. Dre. And one of my favorite Bryson Tell assists was his verse on hers her song could have been. He's also given us a few singles like Blame, Cancelled. He did a cover of Drake's Finesse, which I think was way better than Drake's version, but that just might be the Bryson Tiller standing me talking. And he's also released a song with one of my favorite Loki artists who recently blew up by his song getting covered by Chris Brown, Che Acro. So why aren't people consuming that music and enjoying it due to and enjoying that music because he's given it to us but people just aren't interested anymore and that could be penned down to his long absence in the game but that shouldn't change the fact that he's still making good music and people just grew tired of waiting and eventually just simply forgot about him on the flip side of the coin though we have Kendrick Lamar, who on average takes between two to three years between his major projects. And Kendrick Lamar has stayed relevant in the rap game, which is obviously a way more competitive game than the RMB. But whenever you ask someone who is your top five rap artists, I can guarantee you J. Cole. Drake and Kendrick Lamar will always be featured. The top five current rap artists. And Kendrick Lamar has always been in this conversation and always will be in this conversation 
even though he releases an album once every three years, he also doesn't do that many features. I think I can count on one hand the amount of features he's done throughout 2019. And if you aren't counting his Black Panther produced album, he hasn't released an album since 2017. Damn! I'ma let that joke sink in for the slow ones. So, how has Kendrick Lamar stayed relevant and Bryson Tiller fell off? Well, when I asked people about it, they simply penned that Kendrick Lamar has, just has that much more talent. He has greater storytelling abilities. He has better rhyming abilities. He, the way he switches up his flow in his raps is just levels apart from anyone else. And to that, I 100% agree. But you can't exactly say Bryson Teller doesn't have storytelling abilities. I mean... Bryson Teller tells his story in such a way that if you know what you're listening for, you're going to feel that story. So I take example from his song Set It Off of his 2017 album True to Self, which side note, not his best work. I'm a Bryson Teller fan and True to Self was basura. That was not his best work. He was so uninspired in that album and it really showed. But in his song, Set It Off, he talks about the way he came up in the rap game. And for those of you guys who don't know, Bryson Teller actually made music back when he was 16, 17 years old um, with his Killer Instinct album. Uh, you can hear love faces of that album in the background. And... That album was basically just a whole bunch of covers. He had Trust Issues, which is a cover of Drake's song. He had Love Faces, which is a cover of Trey's songs. And he had Tweedlebomb, which is a cover of Wale's greatest work, in my opinion, Lotus Flower Bomb. So, how did he move from that to his current form? Well, he then moved in with his girlfriend's parents and had a baby with her, the young Haley, And from that, uh, after he had the baby, after his girlfriend fell pregnant, his girlfriend's parents kicked him out of the house. He started working like three jobs just to maintain a roof over his head. And he went to one of his friends and he was like, bro, will you please give me $600? And I must say his friend is an amazing friend. If any of my friends come up to me like, Ray, give me $600, I'll be like, fuck no. What? <laughs> but anyway, his friend gave him that $600 and with that, he bought music equipment. And with that music equipment, he made everyone's favorite price and tell a song, don't. From that, he started gaining, gaining traction in the, the music industry and made his mixtape, which is unfortunately unavailable on any major streaming services. But the mixtape is called Tiller, if you guys want to go check that out. The mixtape includes songs like Don't, Exchange, For However Long. All of his best songs were on that mixtape before he released Trap Soul. 
Now, if you're being honest, that's the point I started listening to Bryson Tiller, and that's the point I fell in love with Bryson Tiller. When Trap Soul dropped, 2015 was the year for Bryson Tiller. Trap Soul was everywhere. So, how did we get here? I gave you guys the facts, I gave you guys my opinions. Let me know what you think. I've been your host. Rehan Hussain. As always, there will be a corresponding playlist on Apple Music. Check that out. Hit a lick. Keep a smile on your face and enjoy. I'll see you guys tomorrow with Season 1, Episode 1 of The Love Story. Hit a lick.